Welcome to Two Girls, One Server. I'm just filling space because you're supposed to be shit here eventually. more and more that people who podcast professionally even don't always get it right and that's okay <laughs> all right um yeah but welcome back everyone welcome back what it's bab and bell episode nine is it nine or ten i, I think, think it's nine, nine. It's, yes it is nine yeah yeah um i think it's crazy because we took some time off because I went on vacation and then things were crazy. And then Belle went on vacation. Things were kind of crazy. So we're back. Have you ever noticed that like when male streamers, podcaster, male online presence, when they have a girlfriend, no big deal. No one cares. None of their followers cared. They're all like, oh, she's hot. Good for you guys. Blah, blah, blah. A female gets a boyfriend or, or a partner or dates somebody, whatever. Suddenly, and they admit it in any sort of statement suddenly everyone unfollows them or is like oh she's taken now i don't have a chance it's like yeah. it's the parasocial relationship phenomenons like yeah. there's a lot of people unfortunately I, I well a lot of men out there that struggle with that that idea that because they interact with you in some way they have a chance and i know that sounds like harsh it's not meaning to say that like exactly. i'm not even like demonizing these guys it's just a thing that happens you develop an attachment to someone mm-hmm. and mentally when that chance goes away you're like moving on to different waters yeah yep yeah i mean i see it with women too it's just much more common with men um i think yeah. a lot of women too <laughs> There is a slight ego thing to women where I believe that a lot of those people stick around because they have the same parasocial relationship, but they believe that either it won't last or they still have They're better and they can prove it. Yeah. They know them better. Like, there's always this, like, angle. Yeah, it is true. Women (laughs) definitely have this, like, I I can can get in there. Whereas men are like, ah, there's another one. There's another girl. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, well. No, that's so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't say anything. I'm not dating anyone. I'm not seeing anybody. I am a free agent of my own will, streaming on things and putting content out there. See, this Go is why self. I like the fact that I'm in a relationship, but I'm still a whore. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you might have a chance to sleep with me. That's yeah. all you're going to get. But mm-hmm. shoot your shot, bud. <laughs> yeah, you all hear that? Shoot your shot with Belle, not me. 
probably won't <laughs> land. I'm kind of picky nowadays. <laughs> That's true. She is. Uh, contrary to the skeleton hands holding her titties. Ooh! Just heads up, there's a big storm blowing in. That Can you hear that? Cat or the wind? That's the wind. Thunder. Oh. Thunder. Oh, I love so I didn't even think about that. Oh, it's great. I'm watching a flash right now, but just heads up if for some reason I do cut it, cut out. But I, I don't, it never really ends up cutting out, but just in case. Um, but anyway, let's review our lives, I guess. It's been a while. I, I had some, I had a topic that I wanted to bring up and now I can't remember it. There's a but bunch of I things that have been floating around in my head and they'll probably come up in conversation, but. Gotta write that shit down, girl. I know. I know, but it's, it's like, part of it is, like, how to make it happen naturally. Because I feel like we have a sort yeah. of flow in our podcast that I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm like, this segment on two Sorry, you made like, such a good flow, i.e. ADHD. <laughs> oh, and it's even worse today because I haven't taken my meds in, like, four days because I forgot them and I went away for the weekend. So I am so rabbity. When... Babs and I were talking right before we started this, and I felt so bad because I was truly listening. My ears were listening, but my brain was like, Oh, yeah, she was this. up and down. I'm looking she at my light away. What is my in, hair? Like... Does my hair like, look good? Which like color <laughs> should I change my lights to? And I'm like all over the fucking place while she's going on, but I was listening, but okay. it did not look like it at all. But I'm also in like an ADHD <laughs> high right now where I'm just like, she she came on to the camera she turned on her thing and i was sitting here crying happily <laughs> listening to music and i had like 81 so the program that i use for my sound stuff <laughs> i haven't paid for the licensing so i'm using it for free but part of that is like you you have to wait longer and longer every time you open it because they're like pay for our fucking software and i'm like no yeah but um so i'm like waiting for this thing to load she's and like, like crying <laughs> and i'm like is it like, happy tears what? are you sad <laughs> like what i am happy <laughs> but we learned from last episode that i'm really good at reading lips so we could make yes. this happen <laughs> we are oh yeah i need to make that into a reel speaking of social media content that True. was really funny when she read my lips i was so impressed i was dying yeah. i was like okay i have a career in sign language apparently <laughs> or in like espionage they put Ooh, you on the rooftop espionage. like like what are they talking about the bomb and you're like no my grandfather the... was um, in Vietnam. He worked on a submarine that decoded um, enemy communications. Um, that's mm. the most I know about my grandfather. My grandfather's a crazy person. Like, he worked for the government for so long, even when he wasn't in the military. He worked at a base in Las Vegas that he wasn't allowed to tell us the address of. I'm convinced it was Area 51. He probably knows about the aliens. Um, but also... For some reason that he will not disclose because he's a good man and he will take these things to the grave, they put him on a plane on the day of 9-11. He was one of, like, five people that got put on a plane because they were worried he was going to be a target. We don't know why! <laughs> put you on a plane, though. To get him out of where he was as fast as possible. I know, but I guess it's like... You would assume that flights weren't the best thing to get That's on at the, the time. That's the whole point. That's why it's so shocking is because so, like, like there was not a lot of people. on a train. Yeah, fair enough. 
I don't know. Put him in a car. I don't know where they took Planes him. Planes at the moment are flying into buildings. Maybe we don't <laughs> put people that we want to protect on planes. I mean, I'm hoping it was like a charter plane or something small that yeah. he had like more control over. But all I know is that he got put on a plane on the day of 9-11 yeah. and we still have no idea why or where he went. It's funny you bring that up about the whole like not knowing the address thing because when I was driving to D.C., um, there's this highway that's like it's it's a pretty well used highway but it's like a back highway into dc i guess and what i i made a like 12 year old joke Do you in my head. Joke? no i mean it was a pretty well used highway and i was like hey well then i said i said it's a back entrance into dc oh, and i, I thought you said that one. I, I thought you said hiney and i was like yeah hiney. yeah it is it is the it is the butthole no sorry hiney is the least sexy way to refer to a butt <laughs> like oh my god i love girl, your hiney Slap my, slap my hiney harder. It's like yeah. I knew a guy who used to call the stomach like a belly in a sexy way. He was like, "Oh, I love your belly," and I was like, "That's disgusting. Please never say that to me again." Yeah, and I love your penis. <laughs> but anyway, you were saying back, back um, alley, back alley. No, but it's like this two lane highway into DC, and it's always like there's no lights on it. But it's a again, it's commonly used. But I, I forget it's something Kennedy, Washington Kennedy Boulevard. I don't. Anyway, there's no lights, and the entire time, all the exits are those brown government exits. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, like national parks or brown colored oh, yeah. exits. But they're all exits. It'll be like the NSA exit here, like person, like personnel only. Wait, and the then NSA the exit has their own sign specifically. Yes, that seems counterintuitive for the NSA. I know, but the exit is, and every time I've ever been to DC, the exit has always been closed. It'll be like no entrance, but it'll say for authorized personnel only. And every time I drive past it, I'm like, why? Like, why is it closed? And then the next one is like NASA, NASA authorized personnel only. And then it's like it's like constant, like it's like the weird, it's like these government facilities because it's DC, but it's like all, this private highway with like no lights and these exits, and they're all closed. And not even like it says authorized personnel only, and then it says this exit is closed, and they're just coned off. And I'm like, imagine this is where my head was. I was like breaking down on the highway there, and like having to get out of your car and go like wander into the woods and to like shot and getting shot <laughs> on right. Like I was like thinking about that. I was like, what would I like? I guess like what if my phone was dead? Like I would have no choice but to head towards DC. I guess the idea would be I'd ask a car, but in in this in this situation I've created in my head, I have my car is broken down. I have no battery, and there's no other cars on the highway. So I head into the woods, and I get killed immediately <laughs> by like NASA, NSA, werewolves. You know they're making werewolves. You know they're space to test the fancy rockets. <laughs> They're NSA personnel they've injected with space juice to make NASA werewolves. <laughs> NASA, NASA, uh, NSA, NASA. NSA, NASA. NSA, NASA. Um, yeah. button that says NSA, NSA, What is that? It's the secret werewolf <laughs> space juice. Created by NASA and the NSA, obviously. You've never watched. You've never watched. Is a T-shirt that says that, and on the back is just a picture of a space werewolf. 
it's like people are like oh you've never watched two girls one server they like um, they did they did the like expose on them it was like it's like a real thing like the one chick babs like actually ran into one her car broke down on the highway totally like it was the craziest story have you watched <laughs> the good place yes i love the good place so <laughs> i think his name is todd but like they have like the framed picture of the dude in what yes. is heaven because he's like he got the closest to it on some like psychedelic weed trip or something yep. and he's like this yep. is the closest to ever gets to heaven and i feel like the nsa is gonna come down and crack down on you because yeah. you're like the closest to come they're to like the she's NSA. the closest they're, they're not yeah they're gonna be like they weren't werewolves they were warthogs she was so close <laughs> i think like I think a lot about like paranoia. My it actually recently came up in a conversation with my brother because my grandmother, my grandmother got us the like her. She's big into her ancestry, so she got us those DNA kits because she wanted yeah. it for us. It was her Mother's Day present to herself. Um, so I submitted mine, and my brother hadn't done his yet, and he made this like paranoid comment about his DNA being on file. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, they're going to get it if they want it. Like, you've been to the hospital. Your DNA exists in a record that the government can access. But also, <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Commit a crime? Like, is, what are you worried you about, bro? On committing <laughs> a crime? And he went down a whole rabbit hole. That's a whole other conversation. But I just, it made me think about, like, the deep paranoia of the state and things like people turning off their phone like recording or whatever and all that kind of stuff and i am hyper aware of the fact that i know everything's listening to me yeah my alexa is listening to me my phone is listening to me everything's recorded everything's out there the government could get to me the media gets to me the random store that i work for um a it they can get to me they have weird fucking marketing technology that they can like think i think about something and it's advertised to me on my instagram as you all know like my job was telling me the creepiest shit about the fact that they have these like electronic fences in the world by stores that sell their products and anybody who walks by it will push an ad to their phone and then any network that that phone connects to it will push ads to those devices including smart tvs and ipads and everything and i'm just like that's super fucking creepy it made me feel icky inside but like all this technology i know it all exists i know it's all tracking me but at the same time like what do i have got to hide like okay but i am a little bit worried that i will say something just stupid enough on the internet just just stupid enough that the NSA is like, all right, put a tab on that one, you know? Oh, I have. If <laughs> if you think that maybe you've said something stupid enough, I absolute. I'm on a list. <laughs> I have said some obscene things, streaming, all that, like things that should not come out. I've created some very strange videos that I've posted. Things that, yeah, no, absolutely. Also, though, if we're on lists, like, the podcasts I watch and listen to, every oh, yeah. single one of them. I think that there's this scared. idea, though, that a lot of the things that we say are, like, hot takes. But in reality, it's pretty commonplace, and the NSA doesn't give a shit. Like, the only time oh, they're yeah. going to be, like, genuinely worried is if you're going down certain rabbit holes and, like, specific No, topics. I actually, 
I have still search want... how to make a bomb and probably still not end up on the list. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm researching for a book. Like, yeah. you know, it's like no, I I like <laughs> this is gonna sound. But I like kind of want to see. Like, do you ever like? Okay, again in Washington, like near the monuments. I was like saying how like sometimes like my brain thinks like how. I mean, this is one of those times I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> say it. Put us on a list. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like how, like what, what I need to do to look suspicious, right? Like, like what would trigger something that would cause like people to be like, tune in that, like, to two an eye on that server episode ten, where we interview an NSA agent to see what makes you suspicious on the internet. <laughs> And then to tune into the episode before we go to DC and we try to act really suspicious ourselves and see if we can get someone. That's how we find our NSA agent. This is our new goal of our content is how sus- this is we're testing the limits of how suspicious we can get before the FBI shows up. Yeah, everyone's like, what's the theme of your podcast? And we're like, um, arson. <laughs> arson. I heard our sin and then arson. So either way, it's perfect. <laughs> so- the culmination of our sins um yeah no that'd be speaking of also again crazy shit and sinners and people who should be on lists also when i was driving to dc about 30 minutes into the drive it's like two hours two and a half hours from philly 30 minutes into the drive i'm on 95 it's the major thoroughfare from the north to the south uh on the east coast um driving and there's like, I mean, there's like maybe six other cars on the highway with me at this point. It's like seven o'clock at night. And I'm at the front, like in the left lane and I'm looking ahead and I'm like, there is a car coming at towards me on this side of the highway. And I was like, no, or something? no, I was like, no, cause it's a high, like think of the meat, like, you know, those like middle concrete things. Like it's a full on, this is the biggest highway. There's like six lanes, three on one side, three on the other. Okay. Okay. You, you can't get across because it's right, like right. A... I was like, is my brain playing tricks on me? Like, am I seeing? Am I missing the barrier? Like, I thought maybe I was like not seeing the barrier in the middle, and they were. I was like, no, that car is coming straight at me in my lane. This car is coming back. Must have missed their exit, and instead of just normal person going to the next exit, getting off and coming back around and just doing the loop, they turned around on the highway came flying towards me and the people behind me we were all like i was like what do i do because if i go right i'm going into the car that's next to me if i go left i'm going into the barrier swerves like 30 feet from me onto the exit takes off holy fucking shit i was like this i was like this is how my trip like i was worried for i was like this is how the trip's gonna go like it was i I swear to God, I thought like my I I thought I was seeing things because I've that never so I've driven dangerous. I've been on so many road trips. I've seen accidents. I've had things hit my windshield. Like I have had, I have gotten in fights with men in New York City. Like gotten out of the car to scream at each other. I have never seen a car driving straight at me, eighty miles per hour on a highway. That was wild that is the uh, worst decision you could possibly make on a highway i know on a highway the fact that you even managed to make the u-turn that's the scary part what there were like process? not what is wrong in your brain that you're like i'm just gonna turn around on a highway not like... only that turned around and came down the far left lane Ugh. you could have like turned around and come down like the median you know yeah. but like full looped turned around and then cut across like no no I... no no never seen anything like it in my life i was and that's why my brain if i had died there i would not have processed dying i would have processed is that a car coming at me 
like huh oh like there was no time to think like oh this is insane no there was like this is i'm making this up right because this can't be happening <laughs> i think about that a lot too like um I, there's so many ways you can die just fucking randomly like just absolutely out Dude. of the blue random and Dude, i don't I... believe in an afterlife i don't believe in consciousness after death so like my last thought on this world could literally be what the fuck and then yeah, just that's... gone yep that's what that that's where my like after the fact i was like whoa i thought i was hallucinating a car coming at me and if it hit me that would have been my last thought <laughs> like oh weird a car's flying at me <laughs> i mean I honestly if there, if there is no afterlife and that's how i go out great it sounds like it was pretty painless i just thought hmm <laughs> I'm imagining a car hurtling at me 80 miles per hour on the wrong side of the highway. Fair enough, fair enough. Can't, can't wait to get to D.C. <laughs> I would rather die quickly, Boom. randomly, than slowly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like I'd rather get compressed to death in I'd a submarine implode. than... <laughs> I'd rather implode than <laughs> sit there I thought about I that, too, because, oxygen. like, I didn't... I'm going to be honest, guys. I... I'm a bad human. I don't follow the news oh. as much as I should. I'm not up on Oh, I thought you were going to say you laughed at them, and I was like, oh. me too. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm a bad human. I didn't catch up on news. I'm like, I'm a bad human. I think it's hilarious that these five people died. Um, no, I I don't follow the news. I'm not up on politics. I absolutely recognize that that's a privilege that I am exercising, and I am sorry for those mm -hmm. who can't, but, you know. Um I am barely keeping my will to live a life, and I am working in the other stuff going on in the world. Um, but I didn't hear about this outside of memes until recently. I finally bit the bullet, and I was like, all right, I need to, like, figure out what the fuck's going on outside of, like, oh, what's happening my God. in the memes. And I didn't get work done for an entire day because <laughs> I was just following CNN story updates. And I've heard, I was I've heard a lot of people in the same situation, but, like, <clears throat> I, I was thinking about it. I... All I knew was submarine, bottom of the ocean, probably dead. Um, but and, who knows? And the controller, which, by the way, fun fact for all you out there, controllers very are normal. very, very normal and very yep. common and that kind of thing. Used by the mil and used by the military actually quite a bit. And they use them specifically because they know that a lot of people are good with them. Well, and they and want to bring on all it has very simple controls it's forward mm -hmm. backwards up and down like that you could control yep. those things with a joystick and it would be yep. fine um that's why also, flight simulators actually prepare people for yep anyway and the yes um i mean and call of duty prepares people for the military obviously well and the debris <laughs> what kills me is the debris photos the controller survived um wait what yeah. i didn't see wait the controller is visible no it's not it could have been faked. It could have been faked images that I saw online. I no, I love it because it's not it. even it's not even an OG Logitech either. It was like a, a rip off yeah. Logitech, and it survived. <laughs> no way. It had to. No, I don't. It had to be fake. I, but I love that. I love that. But I mean, I went down this rabbit hole with my parents because my well, my mom and my brother and my cousin and all have a group chat, um, and they brought it up, and they brought up a valid point about the fact that like story broke. And instantaneously, it was nothing but memes. And there is there is something to be said for a couple of reasons for that. A, the lack of empathy in general. B, the 
driving force that is capitalism completely destroying the ability to see those like in the billionaire category as people because it is so fucking horrible to be in the system that the people benefiting from it the like four fucking people benefiting from it are just not people to a lot of people and i get it i understand why um billionaires literally kill people mm -hmm. the choices that billionaires make every day to make more money on their investments kill people mm -hmm. and i'm not i'm not just saying that i'm not saying it hypothetically i'm saying the choices that billionaires make when they invest to make money for themselves make people like harm people cause illnesses cause poverty cause immeasurable harm mm -hmm. they are actively killing people constantly five less billionaires in this world well okay the kid the kid the kid is a huge gray area for me and it is because he is the kid of a billionaire especially yeah. i mean honestly to me i should clarify that one's not a gray area. I don't care that kid's a billionaire. He didn't want to go on this trip. He was doing it mm -hmm. because it brought his dad joy, and that breaks my heart because he yep. was trying to do something nice for his father, and they died for it, and they should And have. the owner of that company is a fucking criminal. The CEO is- The fact that he thought it was okay, yeah. that he thought he was above regulations oh, because- I have because every Every part, everything he ever said, the fact- that he has been proved wrong by the ocean, that the ocean was like, fuck you, dude. And by scientists who have like, we studied this, we know what the correct things to do are. And he was like, nah, I am so glad that that man has joined the fucking captain of the Titanic in that watery grave. What the ocean deserves him. My thought process on the whole matter was, despite my personal opinion, I will not fault anyone else for theirs. My personal opinion. Yes despite them being billionaires and idiots because they signed a document they knew what they were getting into to an extent i'm convinced the ceo was like it's safe it's fine you don't have to worry about it they didn't really know what they were getting into oh because because when you go skydiving yeah. you sign a thing saying i understand there's a risk i understand that i understand that when i do something when i choose to do an activity that is considered dangerous i know there's always a risk something could go wrong but i trust that the company has done everything mm -hmm. before they and also and are following regulations put and this is one time where i do like govern this is where governments do have oversight because they have people who specialize in this who can say People's lives would be in danger if we don't do this, this, and this. And if people are going to do this stuff, there should be some things that we do to make sure people aren't just dying. Yeah. Because they're stupid or aren't aren't aware of. And, like, in this case, the man chose to ignore these things that would have protected these people, lied to them about it, most likely. It sounds like he did because many well, there were these two people from Florida that sued him. Yeah. Like, I think that that like company's going to get sued out of hell. But oh, I would, too, if I was a billionaire's a, family. They did sign a waiver stating that they knew it wasn't certified. Um, so there is, I there still, is some fault. There is some fault yeah. in the idiocy. There is that fuck yeah. around and find out kind of vibe yeah. in here. But at the same time, I think all, what, four of those people shouldn't have had to die. I don't, I don't take joy in their deaths despite them being millionaire, billionaires. Because honestly, that money is just going to go to someone else who is also going to go to their children. 
Um, oh, that Blink-182 kid, his stepson, oh, yeah. went to Blink-182 because yeah. he's celebrating the fact that he's about to inherit. Yeah, seriously. Billions of dollars, yeah. But that CEO got what was fucking coming to him. Yep. Like, yep. I read the tweets. I read the yep. email oh, exchanges. Yep. I read the thing. He, he was egotistical. I He actually he said fired. in a he line. He fired people. He said in a line to a sub expert who was like you're going to kill people he said i'm tired of people using the safety argument to stop innovation and i lost my shit i was like i'm sorry there is a level in which yes sometimes innovation is caught up by the red tape but this is not when people are telling you over and over and over again you're going to kill people and you do it anyway that's psychopathic behavior like that's not do it yourself it's like do it yourself yeah don't sell it to people and profit off of it when like if you really want to advance innovation like do it your test it on yourself mm -hmm. and this is what i'm talking about about literally he's proven billionaires kill people because he literally was like i don't care about the risk because i want what i want and i'm going to profit off of it as well Nope. And he had the resources to do it. I was talking, he also, like, there was a scientist he had hired who told him something like that, like, was like, this is unsafe, and fired him and gave him, like, five minutes to clear out his desk. Like, there's a whole story on that, too. Like, there's so many, like, instances where this man was caught, someone said something, and then it was shut down. Um, but my friend, we were actually talking about this, too. Like, a few of my friends, we were talking about how, like, literally billionaire, like, like it's, like, it count, they, like, counter evolution. Like, human, human, humans evolutionary drive is to survive. Like, our instinct is to do what it, what we need to do to feed ourselves, close ourselves, and house ourselves. Like, that's, since the, since we that's crawled out animal. of, that's what we have been designed to do. And billionaire, like, once you reach a certain amount of wealth, it's like you de-evolve. It's like, you're like, I am bored. I have nothing else to do. I am going to test fate. Yeah. Like they go, they go exploring in outer space or in fucking deep oceans. Create they junk in our space. Elon Musk. They abuse, sexually assault children. Like I know that's crazy, but I'm saying like this is literally what you see people do when they just reach a point of wealth that they have nothing else to do. Yeah. Or, or they fucking become president. <laughs> um, well, but we all like, know that money can buy you presidency. But that's what I mean. Like, this was, like, Aaron's point. That was Aaron's point. I'll just shout her out because she, like, came, like, she and I were talking about this. But it's just, like, it, it's just, it's, it's wild what enough money, like, it, it's, like, no one should have the amount of wealth that they're bored to the level of doing any of those things. Like, mm -hmm. why... Why are we going, like, There's never just... a situation in which a human being needs more money than they can spend in their lifetime. And yeah. that's, even, say, frivolous expenses. Like, I'm, whatever, travel the fucking world, buy too much equipment, research, do, spend, m there is not a single one of those billionaires. Even Elon Musk, who's bought out the fucking and is sending shit to space that like is supposedly gonna make the internet better but honestly all i can see is space junk um is never gonna spend his wealth in his lifetime it's never gonna happen it's impossible the amount the all difference the... between a million and a billion is so fucking insane. vast insane 
and the like idea, a million yeah. isn't that crazily far like a million it's far it's crazy but it's not that cr- it's not that crazy million to billion i'm happy with you can't even i yeah. will let millionaires exist it's yep. it happens whatever there's got to be somebody who has more money than the rest of us but yep. billionaires i genuinely <laughs> this is my like radical quote-unquote radical take i think a lot of people have this take but i don't give a shit how much you think you've worked nobody needs you haven't worked enough you haven't no you have not worked that much yep you have made billions off of the backs of other people there's no you've never worked a billion dollars i think every penny after that should be redistributed to the people of the world Mm -hmm. yep no for sure and i so many like elon bros and sorry if you're watching this like if you're not into it now um but like their argument is always like well it's his investments like he doesn't actually have a billion dollars like he would have to like sell off his assets and all and i'm like the fact that he does not have to worry about anything like he does not have to work or do anything hard for the rest of his life that he does not have to struggle that he can never ever suffer again and i'm not i guess this is a bad argument because it's like sure i'd love if no one had to but like the fact that he isn't willing to then give that he has enough to give back to make other people not suffer and he won't yeah it's just a level because there's this there's this like idea that because he he's creating so to speak i'm not sure just how much of elon's creations are actually elon's creations but like there's so many oh my god so many because, reddit threads that i've read of like of, of te- like engineers who are like elon doesn't know a single thing about cre- like tech or coding or anything it's all the people he- other people's things yep. and mm-hmm. like the tesla- which is wild that he uses the name tesla i always think that's so ironic that he uses the name tesla for his stuff and like meanwhile he co-ops other people's stuff just like fucking edison did like yeah. what you psychopath like the tesla i do feel like was an important step in automotive yeah i i will also give i will acquiesce i struggled for a long time with the idea of elon musk because i felt like the progress maybe was making was important but at the same time it's now still continuing to go backwards and Mm -hmm. the idea like california has gone like several times where they're like we're going all electric vehicles by 2023 or whatever the fuck it is i think now they're at 2030 we don't have the infrastructure for that there's no way in fucking hell that everybody in california who drives a car can drive an electric car it's just not gonna happen but then it just stopped it just stopped at the tesla and then once the tesla became popular it became monetization again it stopped being innovation and started become monetization it's you're paying for things like i've read i don't know if it's tesla specifically but i have heard about like newer and specifically electric cars charging subscription fees for features of the car on what the npr did a story on this where like there was a feature they got in an accident and they couldn't call they couldn't oh my God. the only thing that worked was like their blue like their phones were crushed or whatever but they couldn't call for help on their thing that had the option to do it because they hadn't paid for it like there, there's just so many examples of that absolutely where it's like and they were talking about how there's the chance that like down the road like if like government like the government could like shut your car down if they wanted to like control it from the outside i think a lot about the advancing technology in cars and how that could be monitored like i think 
I it would not be a stretch in my brain if there became a point in which your car tracked how fast you were going and you automatically got a ticket. Maybe got a speedy ticket. Limit. I think about that all the because I think about that whenever I hit a can like a speeding camera or like yeah. easy pass. I'm always like, if they can get this, like soon enough like I don't know if you know this, but in 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 England, like it's it's like they have drones and stuff that catch you. And like yeah. like cameras, is that if you what they drive, mean by monitored by air vehicle because I see those signs all the time, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yep. Are yep. they gonna just like bomb me from the sky or just like monitored no, by airplane? Like, how are no. you monitoring me by an airplane? <laughs> no, that's exactly what they mean. And there's like in in England, there's like like easy pass things that you run under that monitor your speed for miles. So like you literally can't go over or under. Wow. But like that seems realistic to me at some point here. And we're getting to the point where, like, um, I'm seeing microtransactions in so much of everyday living that it's painful. I firmly believe in tipping. I have always been a tipper. But oh, tipping culture yes. is getting absolutely yes. insane. I will just have this conversation before, today. Before we deep dive that, I want to make sure that I – so something that I noticed that started this whole thing is um, carpool lanes in my area yes so there's a thing called fast track near me where mm -hmm. you can buy a transponder and pay fees to use the carpool lane as a single person um and the fees are different based on yeah. how much traffic there is it'll be like it'll show you as you're driving through the lane it's like eight dollars today to take the carpool lane or whatever it is first of all insanely expensive sometimes but also fine whatever you're paying for an extra convenience to use the carpool lane I, fine. What kills me, though, is there's a lot of freeways, especially going up north, that are doing fast track only. So you can't use the carpool lane as an actual carpool car. You have to pay to use the carpool lane. It's basically become a toll lane. Uh, and I'm just like, it's just microtransactions all over the yeah. place. You're charging me to use the carpool lane now. Like, really? We've gotten to this point where I can't even travel? Like, I'm already paying out the ass to own a car, to register a car, to maintain a car, to do all the government fees for my car, to smog my car, to, like, all this shit. Now you're going to pay me eight bucks every time I need to go to L.A. because I don't want to wait with ten other, 10,000 other people? Like, really? Yeah. No, I'm worried about, like, the level. I, I agree. I think microtransactions, I think microtransactions, things like, ticketing all that stuff like i think that stuff gonna like i think this is like one of the reasons we see congress trying to like figure out ai and regulations there i think that that stuff is going to have to be regulated because there but but obviously the government is what also wants to make this money but i'm just like i don't know how you we're gonna live in a in a society where we're constantly having to pay for every little thing and that gets into what we, i literally had this discussion with somebody today when we got coffee and this is it's so funny you brought this up because it first hit me at the Phillies game on Saturday with my mom, a baseball game, you know, everyone knows like they ridiculously overcharge for booze and food at any stadium. Yeah. Um, but it first happened there. We, I ordered, I got my mom and I each a can of like booze. Um, and the guy like gives me, like I scan my card, he gives it to me. And the first it's, it's 25%, uh, 15% and 20% listed across and 20 it, the lowest amount because it's insanely expensive would have been five dollars because it was like 30 something or maybe four, four and change to hand me a can that they open 
my rule is unless you're at like a really nice sit down dinner, like, or like not like if you're at a dive bar or like getting handed drinks like that, it's a dollar a drink because I did work in the restaurants long enough. And I do believe that like tipping, I know these people don't make a ton. And I know that like the stadiums are taking this money. So I'm like, I will tip, but I'm giving you a dollar per drink. I'm not giving you $4 and change yeah. for handing me a can. I'm sorry. I just cannot do that. And then today you're at the coffee shop getting coffee. We ordered the two coffees. And the first thing that popped up was the freaking 25% or whatever. And it was like, and it, like, it always, it makes the like custom tip button. Like it's like oh, tiny so at the tiny. bottom. It's like, yeah. Or there's no, no you... there's no, no yeah. option. It's just like 10, 15, yeah. 20 or custom. They don't give you a no custom. Tip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, so, and they always try to trick you into hitting the 20% one because it's on the left. Like, mm. it's so crazy to me. And I'm, like, we ordered two coffees. Like, yes, I will tip a barista, but I'm not giving, again, I'm not giving you $4. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not, I will give what I can, yeah. but don't try to trick me into this. Don't try to, like, yeah. force more out of me. Pay your fucking employees more. Mm -hmm. Like, $2 is plenty for two coffees. That also was nitro. They just turned on a spigot. It's not like there was a latte art involved. Yeah. They just turned a spigot on and handed it to us. Like, it's just, it's like, it's tipping, getting. Tipping used to be like, or it should be a thing because you love the service, because it was great, because you want to throw a little extra in there. Tipping should not huh. be a source of income. That is not how this should work. And I see. And I'm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just. No, I was just going to say, I'm less. <laughs> <laughs> do it you go i believe i was just gonna say i was just gonna say i'm less likely to tip you more like i would tip you more if i wasn't being forced to tip more already like my thought would be like oh you did extra like normally i'd give you a dollar for the coffee but your service was so wonderful like here yeah. here's four dollars yeah. like like but my now favorite I know. coffee shop i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna drop a really big tip every once in a while because it feels great to like uh -huh. have great service you know that kind of stuff yeah like I saw a post recently that somebody was, like, um, talking about the service industry and the fact that, like, Dairy Queen workers should make a living wage because that's not a job that you should be living off of, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, like, I'm sorry. I understand part-time, my philosophy, part-time work, I can understand it not being a living wage. It's part-time. There's only so many hours. You're not able to dedicate it all. That's not a living wage anybody anybody working a full-time job should be able to have the bare minimum of living they should be able to afford a home i'm not saying a house a fancy house but an apartment they should be able to afford rent they should be able to afford groceries they should be able to afford to go out every once in a blue moon like and enjoy their fucking life yeah, yeah. like i'm sorry but you go to dairy queen to get ice cream yes somebody has to be behind the counter like also, like, when did we decide what was respectable to do? When yeah. did we decide that something wasn't worth the time, effort, and labor? And this is where I get really mad about, like, the whole, the peop immigrants who are fucking working on farms to get your produce that you refused, that you would never do yourself. It's like, oh, my God. Hi, Quill. Um, Quill has something to say. And, this, and it takes us right back to the billionaire thing, too. It's like, there is enough wealth to make sure that. Yeah. Every. Jesus quill that, that that everyone could live with basic human decency but we refuse to do that because we are convinced that we can all become the owl billionaires too my god
<laughs> Quill is like, yes, mother. <laughs> I understand. I, th- I think he's secretly a billionaire. He's trying to shut me up. <laughs> he works for the bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. Wow, you cut my shoulder. Speaking of, should I cut my hair to this length? Yeah, it'd be cute. And it grows. And it grows yeah. quickly. I think you could rock it. You should do it. I think I do. Um, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I, I have very strong I have very strong feelings on that because I hate the whole like starter job thing. And I think it's always there's always been a sense of elitism and I think that is primal, honestly. I think that that ego is a primal instinct, a survival instinct that has been warped in a modern day self aware species. Um, but at the same time, the college push I think is what really ruined it. I think that the whole, like our generation and the, like we're just barely in our, each other's windows, but like the whole idea that you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a degree, you become elite was like this whole driving force that put the working man, the blue collar, the average job holder in a less than stellar place and then all of a sudden these people are like well that's a teenager's job jobs that used to be able to sustain families people doing paper routes people driving trucks people just working to support society used to be able to sustain families that was normal to be a working man and then the the educated elite had a little bit more but it wasn't insane now they went through this whole push of the only option was go to college, get a degree, do better. And there's not yep. enough of those jobs. There just isn't. There isn't enough jobs in quote-unquote educated fields to support all of humanity that is growing and massively overpopulated and fucking billions and billions of people out there. Yep. And all the perks that you want to have, all of the McDonald's that you want to eat, all the fancy restaurants you want to go to, all the movie theaters, all the grocery stores, every single one of these millions of fucking buildings in one city alone, like California has a population of all, more population than all of Canada. Uh, They need workers. They need somebody doing that job. And there's not enough teenagers to go and fill those positions for your transitional jobs for that to be realistic but what they don't deserve money because they didn't decide to go to college and do a different path than you did that's stupid yeah my friends at my age are still bartenders and happy and love it and will do it for the rest of their lives and they i'm like and and people still give like what everyone who is a that I know who's a, like a bartender, a lifetime bartender. Still, every time they like meet a new customer, who's like, "Oh, what do you like? Hi, blah blah blah." And they get talking. Inevitably, the person will be like, "So, are you in school? Like, what's your pl- like? What are you doing next?" And it's like nothing. This is what I like to do. Like, yeah. I'm half. I am a career bartender. Yeah, like there are like, so many, so many paths and so many of these service industry that people would be so much happier in if they're making a living wage. Like, mm-hmm. we'd have such a better society, in my opinion, if people were able to live. Or, honestly, I don't, I, I, my dream would be to devalue money. And I know that's not yeah. possible, but, like, in a society yeah. like Star Trek, where it's, like, not as important to have those transactions, people would be so much happier. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But I also think that's, like, 
no say it go ahead I'm sorry I've been talking a lot but <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> we both do and Bella and I do this to each other every time we're always like I talk so much more. you talk so much more. I talk so much. I'm talking over you all the time I feel so bad and I'm like girl we really don't if you listen to the podcast we're actually pretty <laughs> we just get very excited and we're like oh my god guess what <laughs> but I think yeah. the, the reason why that a huge reason why that won't work is companies would fail a lot of companies oh yeah would just disappear because mm-hmm. they're clearly not they treating they're not treating their their employees right they're not mm-hmm. ever gonna see their employees as people and so if the value of the dollar went away and people didn't have to grind their life and soul away in order to survive mm-hmm. these companies wouldn't exist yeah I was also and like this is like a tangent to it but like I was also talking today once again I was admiring architecture and I was talking about this guy that I just started following on Instagram who is a stone he's like an 18 year old stonemason he's been trained by like one of the old like like an older stonemason and he's like he restores old cathedrals in Europe like that's his job is to go and he uses hand tools like not like like oh, literally nice. just like the, the old the old way the, the and like restores them the way they're supposed to be restored with the original like it's it's so beautiful to watch and it's like so awesome to see this like young kid doing it but I was talking like I was looking at admiring architecture and I was just like we are losing like technical work like that type of stuff like not only obviously can we not afford quilt stop I love you too thank you but I would like to not be licked right now (laughs) Um (laughs) when the pussy licks you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what is the Russian quote it's like Oh, yeah. In Soviet Russia, pussy licks you. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, pussy licks you. Um, anyway, um, no, it's like we are, like, we don't, ha- like, skilled workmanship just isn't, it's it's cheap material. It's not, like, nothing, nothing, I fear that we are getting to a point where we are losing, and this is not an indictment of, like, of, oh, my God. It's Quill. Quill's world. We're just living in it. <laughs> we really are. Um it's not an indictment of like, I, I'm a huge fan of like digital artwork. I think it's amazing the advances we're making, but I'm like, we're lo- like, there is something, I feel like human creativity is just being suppressed for profit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see beautiful architecture anymore. You don't see works of art that take years. Like, you know, like, like the masters who studied under people for years and years. What you see is people being sold products that help them get better, faster and create more and faster and quicker and sell it and make another one. And like, craftsmanship and art and creativity and, and and true masters of craft I feel like we're totally losing that for the sake of money and there's there's so many people out there who are discouraged from creation in general because if it's any if it's not perfect if it's not sellable yeah if it's not monetizable if there's no appeal on the internet if there's nothing like people will stop creating because they don't have I mean, the time. They don't have the energy. And they no. don't have the motivation. That's me. Because... I literally, I, I'm with you. I sit down. I'm like, I like, I have to choose. My, I'm like, I feel like drawing tonight. But then I'm like, but I could stream and make money. I could film and make content. Like, I like, I always am like, oh, I should be doing this instead. And I'm like, I'm suppressed. Like, I would love to just sit and draw for myself. But I feel like that's irresponsible. I spent like, years of my life writing poetry. I loved poetry, and then I I stopped writing 
because I didn't think that I could share. I didn't think, like, I was like, well, if I put this out there, people won't like it, therefore I should stop doing it. I can't, I can't sell these books, so why would yep. I, why would I keep doing I, it? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then they also try to feed you these, they're like, well, Van Gogh, he was, like, miserable and poor his whole life and didn't get famous till after he died. And it's like, that's so sad that that's how we treat our people, like, our, our creative people. And like I said, it's, it's overflowing into the fields of, like, engineering and stuff. Like, people, it's all about what's the cheapest product, the fastest way to build it and create it. Like, where is our, I've had where s- is our beautiful, long-lasting, incredible architecture? Like, what's happening? I've had several conversations with engineers at my company talking about the fact that they, anytime they dare to be creative, dare to innovate, dare to have ideas that would improve design upper management comes down and goes no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna invest in that because it takes extra testing i'm not gonna invest in that because we don't we don't have proof that it's gonna work but you're never gonna have proof if you don't try you're never gonna improve if you don't try i talked to someone (laughs) saying he's like well i'm just i'm just designing box after box now i've stopped trying to create and that kills me one could argue we're starting to sound like the billionaire sub owner (laughs) Well, and <gasps> but then be fair, we're not testing it on other humans. No, we would test it because it's it's there's a difference between creativity and safety. Like if people are telling you this is going to cause, like we want to test things, we want to create and test it to make sure it's safe. Yeah. But like, yeah. no, I know. I just think it's funny how we're <laughs> like right, innovation. Right. It does kind of sound like that. <laughs> We've come full circle. Actually, we now support the man. Uh, may he rest in peace and God bless his soul. <laughs> but see, he was doing that to make money and prove his ego. We're no, doing he definitely it because was. we want to improve a product. And I, working in a corporation, know firsthand nothing is designed to last anymore on purpose. Everything, everything has, oh my God, you quote, has Plan- oh, what our- is the word I'm looking for? Plans? Uh, uh, ex- expiration? Or- yeah, there's there's a word that I can't yeah, find. Yeah, I mean, we all know that they do that with our phones. Yeah. Like, they purposely release a new phone, and then suddenly your phone doesn't hold battery anymore. <laughs> like It's planned to fail so that mm-hmm. you have to keep buying the products. Because if we made products that lasted, you wouldn't keep spending money at the company. And that's why we have, like, old products that have lasted forever like really old quality things and they're suddenly like oh like you know those are like the, like that's why people vintage shop is because yeah. like you find pieces of furniture that are never going to fall apart that were made that way and then suddenly the person was like oh shit they're not buying more of these so let's use yep. cardstock material and yeah ship it out to countries where slave labor is still legal <laughs> yep and cover it in formaldehyde to make sure it preserves and yeah it's crazy crazy world we live in very little we can do about it yeah i think so I, I do get high yeah it's terrible with that one self-medicating is so tempting and so problematic mm-hmm. no yeah i guess i shouldn't i was just thinking about when i went to new york and i got high accidentally with my mother and sister and apparently was just ta- would kept being like mom what do you mean by that and she'd be like i'm not talking <laughs> who are you talking to i don't even know what happened that night but it's just that's I get so paranoid when I'm high I, I just I can't do it I bought like a ton of weed gummies while I was in New York and I haven't been able to touch them because I'm like I get 
So, and don't come at me with the different strains. I have tried them all. That kills me. I have been smoking and indulging in weed for like five years now. And still when I tell people that I struggle with paranoia and have to be careful with it, or that I, it even like counteracts my pain management sometimes. Like sometimes it helps for pain management and sometimes it makes it worse. Like all these conversations, people are like, well, have you tried Indica? And I'm like, bitch, am I 12? Like <laughs> we live in a state where there's a fucking dispensary on every corner, like every a Starbucks. You think I don't know the difference between Indica and Sativa? Like, Dude, it's so fun. I've had, like, actual weed hangovers where I have felt more in pain. Like, I've yeah. actually been in, like, pain. Yeah. And well, been like, what on earth? I've learned that with my joint issues, if I get too high, um, I'm very much in my head, which puts me out of my body. And when I'm out of my body, sometimes that's great. And I don't, I'm not focusing on all the pain I'm feeling 24-7. But yep. also... If I'm not in my body, I'm not managing the positions that I'm sitting in. My muscles aren't contracting in the ways that usually yep. support my joints. So because yep. of that, everything starts to hurt because everything's straining on my mm -hmm. joints. Yep. I'm relaxing too much. It's a problem. Yep. And yeah, I no, I... I need to do shrooms with you. Yes. Like, so badly. Because I, I really want to know if there is a drug out there that will not make me paranoid or sober. I will say, in my experience personally, and it's different for everyone, psychedelics are great. They don't <laughs> make me paranoid, but they do make me emotional. That's it, fine. It is very I'm... difficult to... It basically brings down all the walls. It makes it very difficult to hide from the things you're feeling, but it also makes it easier to process those things. I was going to say, because alcohol also does that. Yes. But I guess it doesn't make you as easy to process. You just yeah. cry. And part of that is the, in my experience, at least the way I feel it, the time delay. Uh, psychedelics mm. are one of my favorite things, specifically because I have huge time blindness with my ADHD. Like, I struggle with the concept of time, how much time is passing, Same. how much time hasn't passed. Everything what do I need? How much time like do I need? Going too fast or too slow. There's like no in between. Yep. Um, and most of the time, it's too fast. I don't have enough time to slow down and really process what I'm feeling or thinking. With mm -hmm. psychedelics, four hours feels like 10. Like, I, yeah. it feels like I lived a whole day when I'm on psychedelics. I feel like I've lived a whole lifetime sometimes. And because of that, I'm able to go through the motions, go through the waves, and process and feel them and move on. Yeah. So, hmm. I've really loved them. I've had some really great experiences with them. It it has I've, – I've never had, like, super visuals. I mean, I, I've gotten to the point where if I close my eyes, I see some fun stuff. But for the most part, it is just emotional. It's physical. It's the barrier-free. It's the <laughs> I feel normal enough to be a human. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, I told you like about them. I was telling you this how, like, today on Nitro, I was like, I just got, I got roofied. Like, I've never, like, I was like, I shouldn't look in a mirror. Because if I look in a mirror, I'm going to trip hard. Like, I don't, who am I? Like, I was, I was, I have never, I've been drinking caffeine. Caffeine, I would say, is what I'm addicted to. I drink so much coffee every day. I, it has been so long since I was shaking. 
from caffeine today and I like anxiety I was like this is I'm I'm on drugs like I was almost seeing things like I was sitting there like shaking my legs like looking around me and I was like I, I truly was like I this is if this is what it feels like I can't do it I can't do it I can't do drugs no that's not you shouldn't feel that physically physically shaky yeah. I'm gonna get you to a festival and we're gonna I know I really want to go dance and yeah. I want to go to a festival so bad I think so you would really badly. like the one that I went to because it's small. It's not, like, super overwhelming, which is my thing, is I like the concept of festivals, but the idea of going to, like, a big, huge, like, Burning Man freaks oh, me out. Oh, no way. Like, Burning no, Man I, is far I, too it, many people. No, I don't want that. I just want really good dance music and, like, small, out in nature, easy. Like, exactly what snopes. this one is, is it's just a little bit of forest. You get to know people here and there. There's two stages. One plays music for a while, and then the other one plays music, and it's great. <laughs> is this, like, a tent thing? It can be. Um, so oh. the way um, this one works is there's a parking area, and then there's a bunch of different spots in the forest. And you can either tent camp or you can car camp. Oh, okay. So you car camped? I car camped. I did tent camping the first year, um, and it was my first yeah, time I remember tent you saying camping that. ever. The closest I came to tent camping before that was my backyard as a child. Um, but I this time I was like, I have the space in my car. I can buy a car camping pass. I'm just going to set that up and do that. Yep. And it was better for me personally just because, A, I fucking hate setting up tam- tents, although I did it anyway because I needed somewhere to change. But also, I just, I don't do well in sleeping bags. The material freaks me the fuck out, and I don't own a cot and don't want to store a cot. So just folding down the seats in my back of my car worked out so much better. Yep. I'm with you. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely need to come to one with you. Maybe next year I'll do it. Maybe I'll book it. Maybe I'll actually plan something. Come out there and be with you. Yeah, bitch. Plan a trip to come see me since you blew me off already. No, I'm kidding. I did, though. <laughs> yeah, but it was – I honestly kind of expected it because, while well, I want you to come out here so bad. Coming out here for Comic-Con is insanely, disgustingly expensive. So yep. come yeah, I think it needs to be a trip. you don't have to blow your whole fucking paycheck in a month. <laughs> I know. I, like, bought a car and then was like, yeah, this is – I can't do this. So, yeah. All right. Well. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. Look at us killing it <laughs> i can't Talk. wait to get back on a consensus schedule because oh yeah me too no okay i'm not kidding like i know we are not famous people i know we're not like doing anything crazy innovative but like i'm starting to realize that we Don't just care. need to be consistent we need to yeah. not care and like for real like other people have just gotten lucky or had connections like we are doing the exact same thing they are except we're doing it just you and me. I honestly think that a huge part of any sort of success is just the consistency. Yep. No, absolutely. That's why I need to stream more. Dude, I just had a stream the other day. Shout out to everyone in my stream because I had a bunch of my like regular viewers show up and they were like just hyping me up being like, you just need to get a manager. Like you need, you, you're just like one viral video away from like making it. And I was like, you're the best. Thank you. That's true. Like, it was really nice. You're but I was like, I than me. shut the fuck up. That is not true. It is we just have different no it's not i literally don't no i'm so fucking lazy and i don't do enough i'm i just know i just need to i just know consistency is absolutely key like that is the only thing that really matters in this in this because there are people that you see that are you're like how are you famous like how are you doing this 
you aren't that cool but it's like they are producing constantly they have a work ethic that i just need to learn to imitate i need to get home and not lay down i know but if i want to make it my full-time job i need to get home not lay down on my couch and do something for like two hours and then lay down on my couch i need to get better at that but overall though i have known i'm getting up at more a much better time i'm going to bed it kind of sucks. I wish I was staying up later because that's when I have personal time, really. But I'm going to the gym consistently. I'm eating better. Like, I think I think I'm on to – but I always say that, so we'll see. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but, no, but I'm just – like, this – I love this. I love that we're doing this. I'm proud of both of us. I know there was a little hiatus, but we're back. Um, we're back, bitches. And, yeah. We're back, bitches. Speaking of – I don't know why it made me think of Mean Girls, but Mean Girls is on Netflix right now, and I kind of want to watch it. Good shit. So do you have any shout-outs this week? Oh, shit. Do I have any shout-outs? Hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. Do I have any shout-outs? I mean, yes. But no. Uh, what is... I don't know. <laughs> I don't... I, I'm trying to think. What has been good lately? Um, yeah, do yours. Give me a second. I feel like I've I have just got one, bit. honestly. I mean, I'm I'm bad at like I haven't been on social media or anything in a while, and I'm not. While I'd like to be more consistent in some aspects, I've also come to terms with the fact that, especially at this stage of my life, I'm not going to be. The podcast is my main social priority or social internet priority. Like, I'm gonna put effort into that. I want to be consistent with that. You can find me on Discord. Like, if you guys are on our discord i'm almost instantaneously responding to all those because they mean so much to me not me and i am uh very very active there but for the most part my instagram gets updated and i'm focusing on some things happening irl right now so i'm not really super focused on the internet i probably won't be back to streaming consistently i think that my plan for the future is um focusing on the podcast with some here and there fun little streams for for the people who stick around, but I don't think that streaming long-term is in my future. Um, but I would like to shout out um, Sean, our music intro yes. extraordinaire, for a couple of reasons. Right, One, right now he's killing it, and two, I forgot to put our intro on the last episode, and I feel terrible about it because it's amazing, and you guys deserve it, and he deserves the credit. And I think you guys should check him out because he's a really cool drummer and he's making music and he's doing some, like, really cool, like, underground shit right now that might yeah. become really popular. So keep your eyes out and yep. I will link his socials. Yes. Brilliant man. Like, truly brilliant musician. Um, and if he opens a nightclub, I'd like to work there. Uh, I'll be a go-go I will, dancer. I will move to Cali. Um <laughs> I'm not a Cali girl, I don't think, but I will move there. Neither am I, but I live here anyway. That's true. You are not a Cali. <laughs> you are not what I would think of if I said Cali girl. Though you are literally the only Cali girl I know, so you are <laughs> the epitome of Cali girl for me. <laughs> Good. I like to set the curve. We should rename what Cali girls are. Yes. No, not, none of us go to the beach, bitches. I still don't match it. I still would not match the, the Cali girl style of you either, but I like that I would fit. I feel like I'd fit in better with you than the typical Cali girl. Um, which is you, so I'd fit in great. Um, what do I want to shout out? Oh my god. Um, it's okay if it's nothing. Yeah, it's like I've read some good books. I don't know if I should shout out like a yeah, good shout book. Out a book. If, 
Okay. Um, if you like a good psychological horror, Ooh, um, yes. yeah, um, it's 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 different. Um, it's written by an indigenous guy. Uh, I'll give a little plot real fast. It's called The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. It came out in 2020. Um, won a bunch of awards. It's written from the perspective of um, a group of indigenous men who live on a reservation. They go hunting in the elders area where like you can't hunt. It's only for elders of the tribe to hunt on um, and come across a herd of elk randomly, like a huge herd. And they get like kind of trigger happy and crazy and just start killing these elk on this sacred land. Um, And it's and they end up killing a female, a female elk, a young female elk who is pregnant. Um, and kill the baby obviously um and it's about how over the course of the next 10 years it haunts all five of the guys um and follows them around and it's a psychological horror i got half there was like i was at a point halfway through where i was like sick to my stomach like in a good way i was like this is and it's like it's not even that it's like it's not gratuitous it's poignant like you're just like wow this is I've never really read anything like it. I've never read anything from this perspective. The way he writes is very different. Like it's almost like linguistically very much meant like it's, it's a language you're not familiar with because it's reservation like language. It's the way they speak. Like it's just, it it was, it was a fascinating read and I still don't know how I feel about the ending, but I really enjoyed reading it. Um, So I would recommend that probably. And I'm actually reading another very good book. Um, that I might recommend too that I've started and I'm loving it's another it's a dystopian novel it's actually set in Philly um the author wrote it here um because she had she lived here and had a really bad experience and hated Philly and then moved to Chicago so it's not a very it's kind of an indictment of Philly in many ways you know that Um, Philly living thing is kind of a cult you gotta admit (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so I'll keep you guys posted maybe I'll shout that one out next if I finish it but I guess that would be my shout outs. Some good books. It's nice. I've been having a really nice time reading. Yeah. That's why, I mean, that's one of my commands on my channel is bibliophile. It's like, ask what I'm reading. People always use it because they don't know what that word means, which I love because then I get to be like, it means you love books. Um, And this is the book I'm currently reading. And I'm trying to remember to link like an Amazon link to it so that people can like buy it if they're interested. But read more. Reading is good for you. It's, It's a great, or listen to audiobooks. Just like explore that world a little bit more, whatever that means to you. It's so much fun. It's such a cool escape. Um, and I don't get to do it enough, so when I do, it's really nice. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that would be mine. On that note, thank you all for listening. We're excited. Thanks to keep you. Going. We are. It's good to be back. So, all right. We'll see you soon. Good night. And we're out. Look at us.